Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. This is Neil Hamburger. Hey, uh, I I don't know if you podcast people even watch the news, but uh, it's a real catastrophe right now in the Philippines. They had a horrible typhoon, and it's, it's just a goddamn mess. Those folks need assistance. So Tim Heidecker and myself put together a little six-minute track, an exclusive MP3 titled Taco Bell Apple Tree, which Tim and I will send out to anyone who donates $10 or more to one of the many legit organizations offering relief down there. Go to feralaudio.com for all the details on how you can help. Everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of Steve Ag. Uh, I'm very happy to have uh, my next guest, Dax Shepard, um, somebody who I've known close to 15 or over 15 years. He's one of the first people I've I've known in LA, um, and uh, I've been wanting to get him on the show for a while. He's very funny, has the most amazing stories. I was so stoked that he could come in here. So uh, please give it a listen and enjoy it, and uh, thank you very much. Mics, mics are bitching. Okay, right. Okay, right. Oh, yeah, see, I love this. No, and then, you know, do the... Mics are bitching, aren't they? They really are. Well, they're like, they make you feel safe. Like, they can't, no one can see your face, which is yeah. really all I want. <laughs> so people that, like, not be able to see my face, but hear my genius mind at work. Wait, what were we just talking about, though? Don't you find that you get into a zone, like when I have to go do radio tours? Uh, it's almost like you shut off a bunch of other senses, and it's just mouth, ears. And yeah. you get into kind of a, I think, uh, like a, uh, kind of a drug, yeah. druggy feeling state. Yeah. Do you find that, or are you just going along? Are you I guess, I mean, the, o- the only radio, are you talking about like the phone ones where you're, no, I'm talking about when like you go, million you go in there stuff. and you're like, you're with fucking Dan the man, the dick sucking crew. I haven't crew. Oh, you haven't? Oh my God, dude. Well, cause what happens is when you go uh, on one of these press tours and you land in a city, right? And so yeah. at, starting at 5 a.m. in the lobby of the hotel, you do like 12 local newspaper outlets and blogs, right? And then they take you to the four different radio stations in town and you do all all those morning shows. Then they take you to the local Fox affiliate. You do their news show. Yeah. And then two or three other ones, right? So by, by like 10.30 a.m. when the Marines are just finishing up their work, you've done about 37 <laughs> interviews. A lot of them being radio. And we're as, as annoying as Dan the Dick Monster and all those shows are, I do love putting <laughs> the headphones on and in, in talking in the microphone because I feel like you enter this kind of alternate reality. And you hear your voice it the way it actually is instead of the way yes. you hear it in your head when you talk. Right. Which can be off-putting. I remember like the first time when you're eight and you hear yourself on a tape recorder and you're it's so, terrifying. You're so bummed out. Aren't you bummed? You're so bummed out. It's, I don't know why any of us were that married to the <laughs> Like, 
But I just thought for sure that's a way worse version of my voice. I, I wonder was... if anyone ever heard theirs, like Arnett, maybe. Will Arnett heard his on a tape recorder. It's like, hey, fuck yeah, yeah, this is fucking sweet. And his head, he's like, I'm eight years no old. One, I had no idea he sounded like that. In his head. There was, there was, uh, there was an episode, there's a podcast called Radio Lab. Mm-hmm. And they they did an episode. I wish I could remember what it was called, but there was a guy who uh, didn't know what his own voice sounded like. I think was that his issue. Like he didn't, he couldn't. Are you that? Oh guy? no, no. Oh, he talked go. like he had this weird mental thing where he he talked like really fucked up or something mm-hmm. like that, and he didn't hear himself talking like that. Way like okay. he he would he hear thought himself he was doing a pretty good job talking. He thought he talked like everyone else, and then he met a girl, and he never had girlfriends or anything. And then he met a girl that he really liked. So he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna like make a mixtape for her and like record myself talking between the songs." And it wasn't until he heard his voice played back uh-huh. that he was fucking destroyed. Mortified. Like, like really, yeah, like he talked in like slow motion in real life. Oh, and wow. He didn't. He heard himself in normal speed. That makes me think of this disorder. Uh, I actually met a guy uh, uh, who's a producer who has this disorder where he, he doesn't recognize anyone. Have you ever heard of this? No. Weirdly enough, I then like 60 minutes, like literally Brad Pitt. He knows Brad Pitt is a huge movie star and he knows his voice. And he can even kind of um, like if he saw his hair or, or – or, <laughs> I ended up asking him a million questions yeah, like, what about yeah. Mickey Mouse? Does that extend to cartoons? But this is what could happen with this guy. Yeah. You'll have dinner with him. You go to the bathroom. Then maybe you step outside, make a phone call. When you come back and sit down and he looks at your face, nothing. He's he just... has absolutely nothing. His own wife, nothing. He cannot remember faces. And it's an actual disorder, right? Yeah, this 60 is the minutes shit did a... movies are made out of. Yes, and it was on 60 Minutes. And the one th- when I was listening to this guy tell us about his disorder... I, I found it almost impossible to believe. I thought somehow he's figured he's out that this is convenient. Us. Like this is somehow advantageous because it like seems impossible. Like the dude impossible. in Memento. Like, sure. Remember how – what was the, the gimmick in Memento? Like uh, Guy Pierce kept talking about another guy, Sammy something or other, who mm-hmm. who couldn't remember shit. Right. And they thought he – the insurance company thought he was fucking lying. Right. Well, so what they did though on 60 Minutes that was really cool is they said – it seems preposterous to imagine this disorder, but we're going to turn these 10 famous faces upside down and you tell us if you can recognize them. And just the simple act of turning a face upside down makes it almost unrecognizable. They use like 10 super famous For people. For normal people. Yes. Well, on the telecast, they showed like Jennifer Aniston, let's say, you know, Julia Roberts, all these people you would know in one second. All they did I is flip a... their fucking picture upside down. And I literally went to Chris and I was like, I don't know. Who do you got? Where's Who's that? Jennifer Lopez? I don't know. The skin's dark. And you realize <laughs> what a, the tenuous grasp you have on facial recognition that just flipping it upside down i'm i'm going what are you to gonna go- do because if you to- spin your phone though it's gonna adjust how are you gonna you're gonna turn your body upside Fuck. down you're gonna do a headstand and then i'll hold it which uh, seems implausible with the mic set up in here yeah is my phone gonna adjust it god damn it you're well, right it's gonna start by just interfering a ton with the I, I did a google <laughs> image search of your wife and i was gonna hold her upside <laughs> down <laughs> see if i had any i clue. don't know who that is uh, marsha brady 
That's crazy. How can you get married? How could you? Exactly. It would be infuriating. Other than I thought the upside is he's got to always be attracted to his wife. Because it's the first time he's seen her. Yeah. First time he's had sex. Well, I don't know if it's the first time he's had sex, but with that person. Yeah, with that person. Yeah, first time he's, well, no, I bet the boobs would look real familiar. (laughs) I bet he would see her face and get super excited and take her shirt off and be like, oh, fuck, I've been down this road a million times. I recognize these. Look at these old gals. Hi. But how could you do any, how could you have a job, like, where you... He was a fucking producer. Like, if there's any job where you should probably know what people look like, it's the a producer in the film business, I think. You got to take a lot of meetings. And think how – well, think how many meetings he's taken for the umpteenth time that yeah. felt like the first. But people must have also <laughs> relentlessly fucked with him in college. You go in what an easy target he is as a roommate. You have to go in and pitch a movie to this guy like 50 fucking times. <laughs> like, hey, he's like, this sounds familiar. He's like, no, I, he's like, I think I've seen that before. And you're like, no, I pitched it to you yesterday. What's that? It's an emergency. Uh, do we have an Amber Alert? Why is my phone doing this? What's happening? Test from Monterey Park. Oh, I bet that's an Amber Alert or something. EOC, this is only a test. Oh, Jesus. You've got everything on your phone turned on, right? It's a new phone, and like I don't a, understand it. There's a mugging in Glendale. It alerts you. It's. I don't understand it. I. I had an iPhone. I've had only iPhones sure. since they came out. And why would you have switched? It broke. Okay. And I wanted to get a new one. And they're like, "Oh, you're not eligible for, you know, the thing you discount want. priced iPhone until sure. February." And like, I couldn't turn it on or off. So I was like, "I. I got to get a new phone." Oh. And so I got this got? Samsung well, Galaxy. Okay. Which is a huge screen. I mean, look at your wife. She looks beautiful. Do you She's never looked prettier. <laughs> For a split second, I didn't recognize For it. For a split second. Right? Before, Before it, flips. it flips. Yeah, you can't By the recognize. way, that, that you just exemplified the difference between that and, and an iPhone. Because there's actually like a three-second lag before it flips right there. On mine? Yeah. On yours, is it like the, It's a great phone, your phone, the Samsung. It's a great <laughs> phone. It's just like... It does all the great stuff just three seconds slower. My podcast is sponsored by Samsung. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, uh, I, and one of the, the things, though, was the camera on this is way better than the iPhone. That's like the one. And you're a real shutter bug. And I am There's Instagram. one thing I know about you. You're yeah, you know that. Bug. I love <laughs> photography. Are you really deeply into Instagram? Oh, my God, yeah. Really? Are you not on Mo- Instagram? No, I'm not. Do you, you like it more than Twitter? Yep. Why? Well, I have like a stalker guy on Twitter now that makes my life a living hell. I I have one too, but tell me, explain why. I have a guy. Okay. And this won't look good. I mean, this won't look at all for a viewing audience, but let me show you my Twitter feed right now. Oh, boy. The at reply section. This guy Mm -hmm. sits in an Apple store in Bethesda, Maryland from the time it opens till the time it closes. He's like kind of, he's mentally ill. Well, yeah. And he just harasses people on Twitter, and he creates about a hundred profiles a day. See, I got a guy too that creates a bazillion. And does he? What does he talk about? Because our guy talks about he hates when women wear sneakers, all those, and he thinks Disney is um, like promoting animal cruelty. That's the things we get. My guy is obsessed with an actress on Degrassi. Uh, oh, I might be uh, the girl with the spiked hair. No. Are you talking about when we were kids, Degrassi, or there's a new inception of it? No, no, the next generation, Degrassi. There's a Degrassi. new version. 
and she was on my podcast Uh-oh. because I love <laughs> love Degrassi. You love her too. He came on. She came on my podcast, and the second that happened, this dude became insanely jealous. This was two and a half years ago. Oh, every day mm-hmm. I've dealt with this for two and a half years, like hundreds of hours. Oh, replies. really? Yeah. And it's it, yeah, you wish there was something you could do about it, but really, there's absolutely nothing, right? And I've ignored it for a long time, and then recently he started writing shit like "Die, okay. you'll be sorry, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get you," yeah, shit like that. Where I'm like, I, think I pick I up have some to... of Kristen's. Like Kristen has a bunch naturally, uh, of course, I think all pretty girls probably do. Yeah, uh, and then they they figure out that I'm linked to her, and then they attack me. But yeah, her hers is just blatantly like, "I'll kill you, I'll cut your head off," all these kind of things. And, um, again, how are you going to track down, you know, this well, turkey's silly name? I know this guy's real name. I know. Oh, you do? How I know everything about that? him, how but did... no one will do anything. How, how did you find out his real name? Uh, how did I find I forgot. I did a lot of work, like, sure. so, digging you, earlier. His name's got a I don't even detective wanna, on the case. I'm not going to talk about it, but. Yeah. I know he sits in, and in an a weird way store. right now. Do you feel like, oh, damn it. Now I'm actually. Giving him, yeah, giving him publicity. That's why I'm not going to say his name or okay, anything. Yeah, but that's he, smart. he, uh, just do you find, here's a question off the topic of him, but similarly, do you find really, really tempted? Or I certainly do. I end up responding to assholes. It's, yes. it's, I find it irresistible yes. not to. And then I give, I'm giving attention to someone who's a cocksucker instead <laughs> and then of like have... one of the nice people that tell me that they like my hair or something. And I do that without thinking about it until one of the nice people tweets like, Hey, man, I tweet to you every once in a while. You've never once said yeah. anything. Uh-huh. Why are you giving this it's just piece a re- of shit? It, it shows you how much stickier, like, anger and hate is. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so susceptible to it. It makes me mad at myself. I'll made, really get into it with people. It made me mad because he's also uh, harasses a person who actually works in this studio mm-hmm. um, who had her do a voice on his cartoon and um, if I ever get offered a job that this woman's involved with, I'll say no. Pat, just because I don't want to deal. You got to pass because yeah. it's <laughs> infuriating. But, uh, you know. And he can't mess with your Instagram in the same way? or I don't think he, he's – I think he's so like Rain Manny that it's just Twitter. Okay. And it's weird because he creates hundreds of accounts a day because mm-hmm. – Everyone will immediately report him for spam and like Block disable him, his account. So mm-hmm. he has to create a new one, and he he has, so he has no followers. But all he'll tweet like most of the time is just like at Steve Ag unfollow him. Mm-hmm. He's rude to me, and he's mm-hmm. not tweeting to anyone because he has no followers. <laughs> right, right. It's he's... fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we called the Apple Store in Bethesda, Maryland, where he was doing this from. We're like, hey, man. Titan, Titan you got this crazy there. guy, and I know you know who he is. He's there every day for two right. and a half years. They're like, oh, no, he's a good kid. He brings us cookies sometimes. No. I'm like, that doesn't make it better. Yeah. I didn't realize that was their policy over at the Apple store, that you're, they, Apparently they bring encourage you to loiter. Well, Her- is he Her- purchasing things? I don't think so. So he, that's, you're allowed to use that place like a public library is what I'm I figuring. guess so. Look, if you're listening to the podcast out in Bethesda, I can't pronounce it, Maryland. I love Maryland. Just go down there with some projects and get started. And I wonder if it even has to be computer related or if you could just go in there with a paper mache project set up shop. They should at this point have just given him a free computer because he doesn't tweet. I know 6 p.m. 
Pacific time is when it stops because that's when the Apple store closes on the East Coast. Okay. And it doesn't start till you know, the next morning. Huh. I'm surprised he doesn't hop over to Starbucks and... I mean, I tweeted your name, so he, he might oh, glom on to you. I hope not. <laughs> I'm already... I'm already uh, dealing with the other guy who who hates high tops on women. What is that? Oh, he's obsessed. So he's like a foot fetish guy, probably. I, I, yeah, but it's weird. It's not like in the the way I. I suppose most fetishes are that way. Like your your your, you know, your real thin understanding of how they work probably isn't how they work. I like yeah. a nice foot. Why would you fucking cover it in a Converse high top? <laughs> yeah, in a high top. I don't know, but what I would be more curious if I ever did get to meet him face to face is: Does he think it's going to promote a smell? Is it that the way the <laughs> foot is positioned in there? Is it you know? I'm yeah. sure there's a very specific. Oh, there's got to be a reason. Yes, that's just driving him insane. Because we've gone to his you know his fake things, and we you know there's a hit list of women, uh, Kristen being one of them, who yeah. so rudely wears these high tops occasionally. Uh, and then I don't know why he thinks Disney. Um, is into animal cruelty. Those I, he doesn't weird. seem to understand that the animated creatures are in they're fact not real animated. Animals. Yeah, Could, <sighs> yeah. Anyway, that's why Instagram. it does get exhausting, right? So yeah, I'm into Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that's my 40 minute reason of why I'm on Instagram. But do you do you find that you're you're perusing a lot of people's photos? Or are you mostly just reading the response to your photos? And I'm this, mostly just. Posting my own photos and leaving it, just letting it go. I don't feel the need to check my replies and comments. So you just love posting photos. I love photos, man. That's the – But they're not like Here personal... lies my, my confusion about that that social media device is yeah. that I, I don't get that much pleasure out of posting a photograph. Well, I wouldn't – like if I – in your case, I wouldn't – like, I'm a single dude. I wouldn't be posting photos of my wife and my kid. Sure, that seems sure. weird when people do that uh -huh, shit. Uh -huh. It's like I'm in Joshua Tree. Like, this shit looks cool. I'll take a right. photo of that. It's not like. And have you gotten any ass from Instagram? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean? Why, why is this so preposterous? Because I think it's just mostly friends of mine that, that follow me and stuff. But as a single, you're a single man. Yeah, aren't all your pursuits in some way for pussy? Yeah, for we pussy. do. Ever, I do Instagram for the pussy. You have to. You have to I, do I've never thought of it pussy. that way, but yeah, I think all things are done if you're a man, either for for pussy, pussy or dong. <laughs> if you're a gay man, how or money or social prestige? Let's say. I think I'm using it wrong. Then I bet you're. I, I would guess you're using it for social prestige as well. You're like, yeah, I vacation in Joshua Tree. Duh. I vacation. <laughs> I was in Joshua Tree this last weekend. Over the holiday weekend, Thanksgiving? With a really bad – I had a root canal on Monday. I had a really bad – What I love about you, AG, <laughs> yeah. is that I won't see you for months on end, but you're always good for a medical issue. Every uh -huh. time I see you, you have some medical issue in the chamber. This one was brutal, man. Remember one time you, I always run into you. I run into Steve. He's always at the cleaners, and I'm at the um, oh yeah 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 and down I'm, in Franklin I'm at Village. The vegan the vegan restaurant yeah. next door. I still no no. 
Uh, oh, oh yeah, when I saw you there the first time, I was at the cleaners. Yeah, you were at the cleaners. But I go to the, <laughs> I go to that <laughs> store. Norton an amount of clothes too. Like I didn't realize you're doing all your laundry. At no, the no, cleaners. that was the <laughs> only time, and I didn't realize that you could just take your laundry into a dry cleaner uh-huh, and they and would say, clean deal it. Deal with it. Here's I didn't my know fucking you could, stuff. I thought deal it was. It. I thought that was for like, here's my suit. Can you yes. press this? I thought that's what a laundromat was for. Yeah. I didn't. I do too. Or a dry cleaners. I didn't know you could take your fucking sh- <laughs> underwear, sweatshirts, and, and underwears. Yeah. And what was the price tag on that? I don't remember. I think it was like thirty bucks. bucks. <laughs> I think it was like two thousand dollars, <laughs> two or three thousand dollars. And then I went and got a Samsung Galaxy right afterwards because I couldn't afford an iPhone. Two hundred bucks, man, and it's <laughs> or one trip, yeah. one load of socks and t-shirts but when, when i saw you there and you were like well you're eating vegan because i had for one year not, not, you're not vegan anymore no, no i was gonna ask you about that i'm not but when i started um listing some of the health benefits i really had your attention right well no because i had done vegan like a year before oh maybe that's what for it like was. four and you months felt really good i felt amazing and then you stopped because and i don't know if this is why you stopped i just found it boring eating vegan that wasn't my issue. My issue was, um, you know, I have to take my shirt off on TV kind of often, and I work so you need out, some and proteins. I can't. You can't. I I found it almost impossible to get like the amount of protein I would need to at least maintain my job. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Without it's... an explanation, because did you watch True Blood? I've seen it. I, I didn't watch it regularly. Okay. Well, we were into the first few seasons. Yeah. And the one vampire, the sexy vampire, he was built like Dolph Lundgren the first two seasons. Yeah. Then cut to season three, he's built like Jack Tripper. That's not accurate because <laughs> Jack was bigger. But you know what I'm saying? He was a string bean all of a sudden in Which season three. Which guy was three. this? Was this- Alexander Skarsgård? There you go. Uh, Skarsgård. Yeah. So he lost about 65 pounds of muscle between seasons two and three, which angered me as a viewer because this guy's a fucking vampire. He can't change. He's locked oh, in yeah, at the yeah. size that he was when he when converted. He w- yeah. And converted this dude's- When this he converted <laughs> to vampirism. Vampire. <laughs> this fucking vampire lost about 70 pounds of muscle and I couldn't get past it. It drove me crazy. Mad. I didn't My know that. My only theory, and again, I'm, I'm stating this as a theory. I don't have inside information. Don't sue me. My theory was, oh, he used to cycle on steroids, and maybe he even did for a role and then got stuck in this position where he'd booked this vampire role as a big guy. I don't yeah. know, but something dramatically changed, and I don't think it's that he went vegan. Huh. You know? Give the the series a shot. <laughs> now watch I want the first watch. three seasons and then get back to me. He 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 looked just like Dolph originally. You remember Lundgren from the oh, yeah. Rocky picture? Yeah, I was just watching uh, number four. Is that number four where he goes to Russia? That is number four. But I just watched him in uh, what was the last movie that like The Expendables two or something? Okay, I was did, watching that on Apple TV. How did he do? He's I got into a great. lot of trouble about expendable. Well, not a lot of trouble, but it ties back into the Twitter thing. I was on Conan and I was because Hit and Run was against Expendables too, right? And so I was making fun of Expendables, the cast of Expendables, the right? old men, yeah, 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 and just saying how I worry about their tendons because you can take a lot of different 
injectables to make your muscles bigger. But there's yeah. no steroids for your tendons. They're, they're just old and, yeah. and uh, brittle. Yeah. So I worry with those guys being their size, if they start sprinting or whatnot, I was afraid that we'd you, start seeing you tendons, worry about. <laughs> tendons tearing left and right. And you're, you notice that they don't ever run in that. Even though it's an action movie. and They're always in a car. And they're always standing still throwing punches. That's true. They aren't ever running. So I'm, I, I talked a lot about this on Conan, and I got so many hateful tweets saying, like, Leave Sly alone. Sly would kick your ass. And I, I, I later said, like, that's where we're at in this country, that you can't make fun of multimillionaire <laughs> alpha males. Yeah. Rocky and Terminator. You can't make fun of them. Yeah. That's too mean. These guys are fucking the ultimate alphas. They're ripped and rich. And people are defending them. I didn't make it through that movie, but... The second one? Yeah, because I, I fell asleep, but I, I was watching it late at night. But Schwarzenegger's in the very beginning and, like, the whole – like, in the cold open or whatever, and he's, he's like, uh, a hostage. And mm. so he's literally – the whole scene, he's tied to a chair. Okay, great. And then they come and break him out. And that's all you see. That's him. That's his yeah. role? Yeah. Well, did you see the first one, Expendables? Uh-huh. Okay, I saw the first one. It had the gayest scene I've ever seen in a movie, and I've seen guys butt fuck in gay porn. <laughs> this scene was. Do you remember the scene where um, uh, Mickey Rourke uh, gives Sly a tattoo over his motorcycle? <laughs> Do you remember that? Like, oh, yeah, they're in the yeah, warehouse, yeah. and yeah. like Sly's in there, and then uh, and then Mickey Rourke comes in. They both pop their tops off, and then one of them climbs on a motorcycle, and then the other <laughs> one climbs behind him on the motorcycle. That's... And then they, they're all splayed out over the bike, and they're, he's just tattooing the fuck out of his back, and they're both shirtless <laughs> on a motorcycle. I, I didn't it's so that. crazy. You're watching it, and, and it's just you think, oh, they must not have had playback that day. No one got to see what this looked like. Because they just kept filming. Do you do you remember in speaking of Stallone in Rocky, it was two or three? I guess three where where Apollo's training him and they're in Venice and they're running on the beach together. Yeah, yeah huh? and then at the very end of that montage, they're like they're playing in the water, yeah, like splashing each other. Yeah, and that's stuff. fucking crazy. Yes. Ooh, that makes me think of the weirdest um, splashing scene <laughs> ever is yeah. um, cocktail. Do you ever? When's I, last I time never you saw, saw a cocktail? I never saw cocktail. You must. That's see Tom it. Cruise. Yes, it's Tom Cruise. There's two amazing parts about cocktail. Um, one is he was also shooting. He was definitely shooting um, <laughs> Days of Thunder after it, and and he clearly came back to do a reshoot for cocktail because he walks into an apartment building within a super tight permanent. He's got a perm. In the film, fuck a real tight. Tom perm. Cruise has a Tom, perm. Oh, a major I can't perm. Picture he that. walks into a building, and then they cut to inside, and he has this long straight hair from Days of the Thunder, and then they cut back to him leaving the apartment, and he has a tight ass perm again. So really? it's clearly a reshoot, but it, they made no effort to make his hair match. That's number one. That's great about cocktail. Number two is there's a uh, a montage. A sequence where he and Elizabeth Shue fall in love. Yeah. And they're on the beach together. And at one point, she splashes him playfully. He gets her in the most aggressive headlock I've ever seen in my life and flips her over his hip. And it is so scary looking. Like he, And the look on his face is so aggressive. And I think, 
well, I don't know, just created a lot of questions for me. Why that, why that Why that? felt like normal organic flirting, to get a girl in the headlock and flip her over your waist. Speaking of Days of Thunder, they filmed some of that near my house in Riverside, California. Really? There used to be a raceway in Riverside. It's not there anymore, but in like... Not Fontana. S- 70s and 80s, Riverside International Raceway. They filmed oh, a really? lot of Days of Thunder on that racetrack and... Um, yeah, it was like a couple miles from my house. I don't know that I realized you were from Riverside. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like the valley, but further away cool. from Los Angeles. When I have this, uh, I go off-roading a lot. I'm very into off-roading. Yeah, I know. So I'm regularly driving through Riverside. Yeah, which is uh, to get out to Glamis. If you're in Bethesda, Maryland, is about 65 miles <laughs> east of the ocean. 65, yeah. Right? Was that yeah. an accurate number? It's about right. So when you're driving through there, and there are... Tens of millions of people that live out there. Huge. And this is what I always think, or like Rancho Cucamonga. Yep. Is presumably those people came from the East Coast mm-hmm. or the Midwest, like sure. I did. And they came 3,000 miles Didn't and quite stopped make it 40 miles shy of where you're supposed to come when you come here. For a while. I, I don't get it. Yeah. For a while, Riverside was the f- fastest growing city in California for like decades. I believe it's that. fucking Cause huge. Because it was going out in every direction, right? There's no real um, yeah. barrier for them to It's the Inland Empire. It's, you know, San Bernardino. It's a beautiful and, country out there. Oh, it's God's country. <laughs> it really is. It really is. How about, did you ever venture east of there to Calamesa? Yeah. They got a Bob's Big Boy there right off the 10 with a salad bar. I don't ever miss it when I drive through there. Really? Yeah, it's a fully functioning salad bar like they had back in Michigan. Calamesa. Yeah, I went to school in, in that whole area. You did. And, yeah. But you moved briefly. What some of you guys might not know is that AG and I have known each other for 15 or 16 years at yeah, this point. Yeah, at least. And you had moved to Oregon for a bit. Yep. And where did you move to? Ashland, Oregon. Which is by what? It is the southernmost city in Oregon. Like if so you're going up California the five border, if you're going up the five freeway, I'll be doing that in a week. You will. Are you going into Oregon? Yeah. You'll go through Ashland. You'll, I will. You'll go. You'll leave Wairika. Will oh, be the yeah, last yeah. town. Wait, you say Wairika, not Eureka. It's well, Wairika. There's two. There's Eureka and oh, Wairika. Oh, and then Wairika. Wairika. There's the uh, the the Bear Cafe at the Eureka exit off the five that I love. No, that's the that's Wairika. Oh, that's Wairika. Yeah, I love After that weed, restaurant. Do you like that restaurant? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. After Weed, there's uh-huh. a town called Weed. Sure. Like, As there like be. you go through Shasta, like yeah, Lake Mount Shasta, Shasta, and then you go through Weed, <laughs> Lake and, Shasta, Mount Shasta, yeah. and then Wairika, and then you go over the Siskiyou Mountains, and you'll go into Ashland, Oregon. Okay. What are you going to Oregon for? My um, mother lives up there in uh, Hood River. Where's that? 60 miles east of Portland on the Columbia River Gorge, which Ooh. is the windsail capital of the world. Yeah. It's very beautiful. You have Mount Hood overlooking from the south yeah. and then Mount Adams in Washington overlooking, and it's this huge gorge. It's unbelievable. Um, that's going to be awesome. It really is. We're going for quite an extended – you know I'm very into cars – yeah, you made a movie in about my new, it. That's right. I made, I made a car Hit movie. Run. That's right. That you you were in uh, maybe the most memorable scene. <laughs> oh, where I say the word fag. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's tricky, you know, because the I said fag, and then a long conversation followed, basically saying you, know, you can't really say fag anymore. That was the whole point of it, right? But I get a lot of tweets that are just like, 
nitruses for fags. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like, apparently they hit Nitrous. pause right after I said that. And then nitruses for fags. I get the I get, <laughs> I get it. I know what happens. I get the rest of this movie. I don't movie. need to see the next 40 minutes. I just know nitruses for fags. <laughs> I got it. Got the message. Um, but, but anyways, uh, so I've been building a, a new car, yeah. uh, um, a 1994 Buick Roadmaster station wagon that's in mint condition with wood grain on the I side. I don't know what a Roadmaster – I'm going to look it up right it's now. It's probably the biggest station wagon that was ever made. And uh, Bigger than a Country Squire? You know, same exact type of a deal it as is? a Country Squire. Yeah, the Country Squire was the Ford. It's Lincoln, a Buick? Yeah, Buick Roadmaster uh, wagon, a state wagon. It's it's gorgeous. I found maybe the nicest one in the country. I had searched for about four or five months for one. Um, I'm going to look up a picture of it right now. Long story short, we um, we're taking that son of a bitch north up to oh, Portland shit. with the yeah. dogs. That is a huge the dogs, ass. the baby. It's got the rear facing rear. Yeah, look at that fucker. Isn't that gorgeous? <laughs> Mine looks just like that. Mine is mint. Mine has 20,000 original miles. What made you decide to get that? Well, specifically, you know, I used to work for GM as a kid. and uh, Oh, you're from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. Those things came with Corvette engines in them. No. Yes, and Posi Traction. Uh, and they all had uh, towing packages and stainless steel dual exhaust. So that car is secretly kind of a race car. So when I worked oh, for GM, shit. we would have to go drop cars off uh, for, to journalists. And you need to take two cars so you could drive the guy back who was dropping off the cool what car. What do you mean for journalists? Like- so like car like and driver, and yeah, track? yeah, road oh, yeah. and track. They were gonna write about a Corvette, right? So they call GM. And they're like, we want to review the Corvette. Great. GM calls us. Shows and shoots are like, they need a Corvette. We make sure it's prepped. We do and you drive it stuff. to the- <laughs> and we'd literally drop it off at the dude's house, the journalist's house. So we had this warehouse full of every kind of GM car they made. Right. No we, we were storing uh, storing like two hundred cars. This is my family's business, and uh, you could pretty much pick any car you wanted to take to go run chase to pick up the guy who was dropping off the Corvette. And I almost always picked these station wagons because really? they were so funny because you could lay rubber for like 300 yards in them and get sideways <laughs> and they looked ridiculous. And I just, some this of again. my favorite driving moments have been like crossing four lanes of traffic dead sideways in a brand new station wagon with both tires. That, that thing's a fucking monster. That is a huge... It doesn't look like does it. Does it like drift a Basically, lot? Basically, like... those were the Escalades of that. That's what people had instead of Escalades, you know? Because they fit a bazillion people and tons of cargo. I remember my friend's mom had a country <clears throat> squire and... And uh, once we got into high school, he acquired it somehow, like with the wood paneling and everything. And whenever it would rain in town, we would just go driving around, hitting yeah. puddles and just dousing people walking there, on the sidewalk. There's something about horsing around in a in a wagon that it, yeah. it's exponentially more fun than a <laughs> sedan. I don't know why. but So I've always, always loved those wagons. That's not what I was picturing. And then, so we had a baby, right? And I thought, well, now I have, now I need either a minivan or a station wagon or something. I thought, oh, I'm going to get my favorite one of all time. That was an, an episode of Parenthood recently, by the way. Oh, yeah. How would you know that? I watched the show. Uh, by accident, or you don't no, no, every now and then, I don't regularly watch TV, but okay. I was like, it was on. I have friends it. on the show. I'm okay. going to watch it, and okay. the last one I watched was a minivan. You so. facing having to get a minivan? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, I I got this perfect mint condition Roadmaster, and I've just put like huge brakes on it, um, crazy suspension, 
You know, right. all the crap that I did to the Lincoln, I'm now doing to oh, that, that station wagon. sweet. Isn't that thing tits? It's the one from your movie as well. Yes. It's really... Um, I'm trying to find a picture of a station wagon, which I saw the other day, which was tits. Oh, right. So, okay. Yes, that's a uh, Malibu wagon. Yeah. And, and I thought about... Here's the thing. I was on the verge of getting either a 68 Vista Cruiser, the yeah. Oldsmobile, which is really cool. Or, oh, this is the dumbest thing about Instagram, by the way, is that it doesn't turn. There's another yeah. reason I wouldn't join. It doesn't fucking turn. Okay. That's another reason. <laughs> but I also wanted to get one of these Malibu wagons. They are awesome. They're nice. But you know what I didn't want to deal with is like it's it'll smell. It'll just have a bad smell. No airbags for the baby. Yeah. A bunch of shit. My Lincoln's already that, like, uncomfortable to drive and stuff. So I want – this thing is is uh, is glorious, the Roadmaster. It so that's be your family car is the Roadmaster. Yes, but I've only driven it, like, a month before I started working on it. Now it's been been going through this transformation for about four months. Do you work on the cars yourself, too? I do and I don't. Sometimes it depends, like how much how busy I am with um, other crap, uh, which yeah. tends to be I'm pretty busy. So I can, I have, I do some stuff, and I don't do all stuff. I have this great dude, um, Tyler, who you met on the movie, Tyler Lugus. Oh yeah, yeah. His, fam- his dad and him built yeah. Lincoln, and uh, they're they're working on the station wagon too. <laughs> Will Kristen drive the station wagon? Will she drive it personally? Yeah. Um. Yeah, she drives my truck. Like. <laughs> There always ends up being a situation where someone's borrowing her. She'll loan anybody. If you ever see Kristen Bell on the street, ask to borrow her car. Oh, like, I wish I would have known that mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Oh, she'll let you have it. She has no concept of liability, personal liability right. or anything. So uh, invariably, she needs to borrow my truck, which she's she's a very tiny person. And yeah. my truck's very big. And I, she drives that all the time. So, uh, yeah, she she's not allowed to drive the Lincoln, though. That's a deal breaker. Do you, You've I never worry let about anybody safety. drive that car, have you? That no. car is fucking so tits. It really is. And I don't say tits about anything except It really tits. deserves it. It's yeah. so fucking sweet. Yeah, you were there when we, when we did the big burnout and you got to cheer. Oh, and, fuck. Yeah. That was the best part was watching you fucking peel out in that car, man. Well, isn't it funny? It's like amazing it has, a car that big gets up can and goes fucking like lay that. rubber like that. Yeah. And isn't it funny what laying rubber does to a boy? As long oh. as you're like... It's the stupidest thing. When Kristen and I first started dating and she was like, so what's your thing? You're into cars? I'm like, yeah. What's what do you your do? thing? What do you do? Oh, like I peel out and shit. And she's like, I don't, I don't really understand. <laughs> I peel out and shit. I, I don't understand the appeal of this. Like just because the tires are spinning <sighs> and the it's the greatest, isn't it? I had a Trans Am in high school. Oh, you did? And- like Reynolds style? No, no, the eighties the version. Eighties version, uh-huh. but and it was my dad's, and then I somehow just acquired it, oh. and it was. I fucking love driving that car. I bet it's cheesy. It was a Trans Am, but sure. it was so fucking fast. Uh huh. And there was uh, near where I was going to high school at the time. There was like a a huge piece of land where they're developing like tract housing. Uh huh. But none of the houses were built yet. It was just division road in. Yeah. It was just streets everywhere. And we would fucking go race around there. Mm. And if it rained, it was even better because I would just fucking light that shit up. I'd go as fast as I can and just hit the parking brake and fucking spin out. Oh, that was my entire childhood in Michigan. And you know, we had snow in Michigan. Yeah. So a good four months of the year, you're like, you're in parking lots doing donuts for hours on end. It doesn't ever How get boring. How amazing is doing donuts oh, in a fucking car? it's the greatest. Car. 
I had a. My, Kristen's always making fun of me. She's like, okay, so what the thing is, you're supposed to go straight, <laughs> but instead you go in circles. Is it the like doing the wrong thing part that's so. <laughs> my, she just can't get it conceptually. My first car was a, uh, a 79 El Camino. Mm. And holy shit. I love a truck because the back end is fucking so light and it, just yeah, right. easy to fucking spin out. Yeah. I love that car. The um, the 79 Camaro, I mean, uh, Monte Carlo, is that what you said? That was the- El Camino. Oh, El Camino. We didn't have a lot of those in Michigan. Uh, the Monte Carlo was, if you had a 79 Monte Carlo, it might as well have said, I live to smoke bud on the side. <laughs> you were like, that was the Cheech official Sean, burnout man. car in my- Isn't You saw Monte they... Carlo, you were going to get your fucking uh, Mountain Dew bottle broke over your teeth. <laughs> when the guy's going to be Isn't sucking on they... a doobie while he's kicking Isn't your Isn't that ass. what they drove in uh, Cheech and Chong up in smoke, like at the beginning? Maybe. They had a lowrider, right? Yeah, I think it was Monte Yeah, Carlo, that's possible. Right? I only remember that van. The van. The weed. weed van. Yeah. How fucking great is that? I wasn't movie? ever really into those movies. My, my uncle and brother really got a <sighs> I love out. that shit. He did. Were you a uh, you were Just a that one, head? though. I wasn't until, like, my senior year. Uh-huh. I was a drinker, heavy, heavy into drinking. Yeah. You look like you're built for Seniors took me out and got me drunk when I was a freshman, and that was it. I was like, this is fucking amazing. You've been this height for how long? Uh, like freshman year, probably in college, in high school. Okay. I shot up in the end of junior high. And what type of issues did that bring with it? As far as socially? Very self-conscious, very gangly and awkward around uh -huh. girls, which is booze really fucking... Took that away. I'm kind of beating around the bush. I'm going to ask a very specific question. Now. I'm going to yeah. focus in and to see because I've been this height since sixth grade. Holy shit! Not really six, but you know, eighth grade. Like it happened junior high. I, I didn't, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't have like a spurt in high school. And I found in my experience now it could just be that I have a shitty personality, but I I think it's that there are a lot of guys in grades ahead of you that were afraid to fight the dudes in their class. So oh, they yeah. kind of thought like, well. I won't look like a big pussy picking on that ninth grader because he's tall. Yeah. I, that was something that occurred in my school. I was wondering if that happened at all. Did people fuck with you, the no. kids that wanted to prove themselves from no. grades higher than yours? No. They California is kind of They could have easily though. done it, though. But I went to, like, private oh, private wow. schools. Bunch of smart kids. People would have gotten kicked out for doing that. Okay, shit. not my school. You went to Detroit. There was, um, there was a fight, like... Three times a week, guaranteed, you're at your locker and 65 kids run by you in a huddle because there's a fight in at some <laughs> intersection of two hallways. And then you drop whatever the fuck you're doing and run behind them. And on more than one occasion, that that group of kids stopped at my locker. Ugh. Like they were there. <laughs> they were, I was... You were the. Hey, I'm gonna be you were the show. Mm -mm. Ugh, that sucks. I'll ass. never forget the time that uh, the funniest time that this happened was. Uh, uh, I went to one junior high, and I had moved to the junior high midway through sixth grade. So I went from Highland Junior High to Muir Junior High, and I was playing with one friend and this other kid, Aaron Stinchcomb, who's now in prison for double homicide. Stinchcomb. Let me add. Yes, Jesus what a name. Christ. Aaron Stinchcomb. This is all in on your internet. You could find out that I'm not lying about this. 
he committed double homicide in my town. But long before he did that, his um, he lived in a neighborhood my buddy lived in. And uh, so we're playing in the woods. And uh, <laughs> he challenges me to a fight simply because I'm new. Just to, out of nowhere. Just, uh, yeah, hey, let's know. fight. So he and I fight in the woods. That's mental. And I win this fight. And then. Good for you. Uh, thank you. And. I was never that – I was never mean to him. That was sixth grade. I had two more years with him in junior high and then I never saw him again or or thought, or thought so I thought because yeah. I moved now to another high school. I start this school, Wald Lake Central High School that's out of my district. Yeah. Tenth grade, it's been two years since I see Aaron Stinchcomb. A humongous crowd of people is moving down the hallway and I think, oh my God, there's going to be a fight. There's going to be a fight. And I kind of try to – I'm sorry, moving towards the crowd and when I get to the crowd, Aaron Stinchcomb, who I've not seen in two years, who is now – He's got to be six foot six and 300 pounds. He's enormous. Oh, fuck. He's standing there. And my first thought is like, wow, Aaron Stinchcomb now goes to Wall Lake Central. And then he's yelling at me. Oh, fuck. And he he's there to fight me. And I almost think he started the school just to find me and fight me. And yeah, he's humongous shit. now. <laughs> he's also wearing a jean jacket. And on the back, he's written in Sharpie, hard rock. But he didn't plan it out right. And the K actually <laughs> drooped down on the right because he <laughs> ran out of – this is swear to God all the truth. The, the K kind of twisted down and got real small to fit in the back. Yeah. So he's yelling at me and he pushes me. And I'm thinking this is going to be a terrible fight because he's now a fucking mountain of a person. And I, I basically, I'm already in very big trouble in high school. I cannot afford to be in this fight. And I'm like, I, I don't, A, I don't want to fight him. Let me just be honest about that. <laughs> Secondly, there's no way I'm backing down from him in front of all my friends. So I'm like, I'll fucking meet you in the Kmart parking lot after school. Kmart. <laughs> so we kind of, I kind of get out of fighting him by saying I'll fight him at Kmart later that day. Well, some teachers come and get between us and, uh. We get taken to the principal's office, and the principal says, what's going on? And I sincerely go, yeah, what is going on, Aaron? Why are you trying to fight me? And he goes, she, you, he was always bullying me in junior high. He was a total dick to me. And I go, hold on a second. How was I a dick to you? You picked a fight with me in the woods on my first day <laughs> of living in this town. I go, you fucking picked on me. You just lost the fight. And I watched it all registered to him where he was like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. He goes, well, I didn't fucking, I didn't mean to do anything. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> he just goes, I didn't mean to do anything. And all of a sudden I realize, like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's concocted this history between he and I where he's got to get even, but there was nothing to get even about. We didn't end up having to meet at Kmart. <laughs> oh, he good. got kicked out of that school within three months. I graduate. I moved to California. At 19, I get a phone call from my best friend. He's not, you're not going to believe who committed double homicide. Who? Aaron Shitcomb. That was our nickname for him. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Who, how, how, how did that happen? What, what went oh, down Oh, it's there? not even a fun story, but two young girls in my town. Oh, yeah. No. Just the worst. Girls. In oh. my junior high yearbook, it has a picture of Stinchcomb coming out of the bus, and the caption says, first bus, first student, new year. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he worked at Big Boys, weirdly enough. Ugh, that's such a fun Are you one. into Big Boys or no? They had them in Riverside? Bob's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're not Bob's everywhere. The franchise itself is Big Boy. Oh, I didn't know that. And then different states have different 
owners of the big boys. So in Michigan, they're Elias Brothers big boys. Here, they're Bob's big boys. Do they still have the, the iconic yeah, the, the guy big, with the weird hair? Yeah, yeah. He's the franchise. You know, He's Ronald McDonald he's or whatever. He's the big boy. Yeah, but it'd be like if they, they had Mike's McDonald's, right? Yeah. The Bob's parts are relevant. <laughs> I remember when I was growing up, when I was probably like 18 in Riverside, uh, there used to be a show. It might still be on. I don't know. I don't listen to the radio anymore. Mark and Brian. Okay. Do you remember those guys? No. Like KLOS. It was like a, a classic rock station, and they had the morning show. And they were hugely popular. And one year, they took a Bob's Big Boy statue, like a real one from a restaurant, uh-huh. dressed it as Elvis, mm-hmm. took it up in a plane, and pushed it out with a parachute no. over this fucking field. And me and my friends were listening on the radio. We fucking drove out to this field just to watch this fucking giant Bob's really? Big Boy get pushed from a fucking plane. Like in Lake Elsinore or something? Where It was that? Elsinore or Paris, yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. That's where they do all the parachuting. That's where they do all the skydiving. I did some skydiving out there. You did? Yeah. Here's what happened. I had a... You know, when you start doing movies, you you end up with a publicist, and then the these are all these were all new things to me after punk. So I, I end up with a publicist, and he calls me. People, I don't even know if it was People Magazine or like Teen People wants to do a story on you. Okay, they said you can do whatever you want, and I go, well, I don't know what I want to do. He goes, well, I always wanted to go skydiving. I go, okay, yeah, I'll go skydiving. Okay, so that's the plan. We'll go skydiving in Lake Elsinore. I get there, and I go, okay, so um. What's the story? And they go, okay, well, here's John. He, he's who you're jumping with. Uh, and I go, well, okay, John, he'll be up there too. Well, no, you'll be strapped tandem, to John. Yeah. It's tandem. And I go, no, no, I no, I, I don't want to have a dude on my back in this <laughs> photo shoot. Like yeah. one of the, my first times in a magazine is going to be with uh, like <laughs> literally my anus strapped to someone else. Yeah. And so I said, well, no, I'm not going to. And they go, well, you would have had to got here at 5 a.m. to start all the classes to jump solo. And I was like, well, you know, what is it matter of like a few hundred bucks or something? Can I just give you guys like a few hundred bucks and you let me jump solo? What? And they got so offended by that suggestion. That yeah. <laughs> I would too, I think. <laughs> they were real hot under the collar. And, and to the point where I was embarrassed, I had suggested it. And then I kind of agreed then, okay, to let them strap Charlie to my back or whatever. And how was it? It was so bad on so many levels, but the part that I had not foreseen, which is even worse than having the man strapped to my back, is I already have a big nose. My nostrils are very, very... <laughs> They're catching air. I had no idea how elastic they were. <laughs> You've never seen a more disgusting <laughs> photo of... It looks like Porky the Pig getting butt-fucked. That's the fucking picture of me that was in Teen People. My nostrils are the size of Coke cans, and there's a man on my back that's way better looking than me who looks completely under control. It was as bad as a photo shoot can go. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Have you skydove oh. sky since? I have not skydived uh, since. I didn't find it to be – to me, it's like it's super overwhelming for nine seconds, like yeah. to the point where I don't, you can't really even enjoy it. It's just like – And then you and don't they, remember it. And then the, the shoot goes, right? And I guess that part's fine. And then you're just – you're floating so high up that you don't really have any perspective of falling or anything. It's almost just boring. It's peaceful. It's not until then the last 200 feet are pretty fun again, but – 
for all that work and the amount of danger involved, yeah. for it to be fun for 22 of the seconds, it just seems like a shitty return on your investment. It wasn't for me. I, I have a friend, Mike. Do you Mike, do it? I've never done it. I, my friend, Mike, who, who's done this podcast, he's sponsored by GoPro, and uh-huh. he's a pro BMXer and skydiver, and he... He's got the greatest Instagram of anything because it's just all GoPro photos of him just jumping out of hot air balloons right. and like in Hawaii and shit. It's fucking mental. Yeah. I guess it, that. He does that shit with those, base. those oh, winged the suits. the flying suits. Yeah. Yeah, swing suits. Yeah. Did you see the 60 minutes on that guy? Didn't Did he die? Go- has he died? The dude, his partner in it dies during the, the segment. They're like flying over a bridge and a guy hits a cable. Oh, and just I didn't see that. like that. But even while he was demonstrating for 60 minutes, he hit his feet. He likes to fly over. He attaches balloons to like rock formations. Yeah. And then he flies over and hits the balloon. Yeah. Well, he was low and hit his feet on rocks flying at like 140 miles an hour or something. He didn't die, but it was terrible watching it. Ugh. It's nuts. <laughs> we should go do that. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. Especially now that I have a child. I can't uh, think of how's a better that? time. Oh, it's the greatest. How old? Eight months old. It's really I don't fantastic. think I can ever do it. Wise. Oh, I bet I Go ahead. No, you d- say it. Well, if you're think? like me, I would. I just thought, like, I'm, I'm enjoying my life plenty fine without this. Why do I need this? No, mine is so fucking dumb. And I, it's something that I know you don't have a problem with, and it's shit. I, I have... The biggest aversion to sh- like shit, like poop. That's so weird to me. I almost don't believe it. Dude, You're too down to it. earth to care. Hate it. Have I'm you seen never a more. I am never more bummed out than when I'm sitting on the toilet taking a shit. Really? Yeah. That's the highlight of my day. And I'm so regular. Like I'm always a morning shitter. So it, you can like if you wake up tomorrow at like 9 a.m. You can look at your clock and go, Oh, AG's really bummed out right now. Really? Because I'm sitting on the toilet. What specifically about it? The feeling of the excrement leaving your person? <laughs> Just the smell, the, the smell, sight. the fucking, it's shit. Let's it's start gross. with something very simple. You yeah. recognize it's just food, right? Yeah, but it's- It's just fucking food. It's not like inside your body there's rats that roll around with the food and it picks up some kind. There's nothing, it's burnt food. It's, Who gives a shit? I do. Why? It's fucking disgusting to me. I could care less. I mean, I, I know, really I know you do. I because I wanted to get into like because you have some of the best shit related. It's stories. It's amazing to me that you can enjoy them though. No, they're hilarious. Who doesn't they like a good shit your pants story? Well, I tried it. You know, I I, I would go back and forth on this because I think you've heard me on stage before yeah. tell the story about shitting on the PCH right when yes. I was a drug addict. Oh my god! And and so what's weird to me is like I'll tell that story on stage. It seems to go over pretty well. Yeah. But then I'll hear someone else tell a shit story, and I think they're real gross. And I think, what's determining you whether the two, person- You have is... two that stick out in my mind. Oh, That's boy. one. Okay. You may have to just give the, the quick breakdown okay, of that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. And then the other one is you shitting in a plastic bag, oh, like the, the kind yeah. that they put this newspapers is the in. One. This is, and that's one of the ones where sometimes I tell it and the people are bummed out around me. <laughs> and like girls that, who maybe thought I was attractive that before that. That doesn't bum me out. That fucking makes me laugh so fucking much. There's so many layers to that one too. Um, 
But okay, the one, the PCH one, and, and real quick, because you know I used to be a drug addict, and uh, uh, this one time I had done a bunch of crystal meth on a Friday night, and my mother had flown into town from Michigan. Um, to work to do these car shows, th- yeah. as I described earlier, and um, and she brought some of my friends from Detroit with her uh, who worked for her, and so I was supposed to meet her for breakfast. Well, guess who didn't make it to breakfast because yeah. I didn't go to bed till fucking you know eight in yeah. the morning or whatever. Yeah. And um, so I wake up. I'm already in big trouble. Um, I get a message like, I don't know where you were for breakfast. We're going now to the beach. We'll be right by the pier. We're to the right of the pier. Come find us there. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I wake up and I'm like feeling guilty and I'm sweating and I'm still high. And I like my stomach's a mess. And I drank 3,000 cheap beers the night yeah. before. So my buddy picks me up who's in town working with her. He takes me uh, uh, out to the beach where uh, he, he – Pulls up on the PCH, uh, which is the Pacific Coast Highway. It's like an eight-lane highway directly in front of the beach. He pulls up. uh, I get out on the sidewalk. I am in one of the worst states of being I've ever been in. I can barely walk. I go out to the beach, and my sight, it's so bright, my my vision shrinks down to like two coffee cup sizes. And I am going up to strangers on the beach and looking them dead in the face to see if they're my mom. And I really can't tell. Jesus. To the point where after I, like, stare into, like, two dozen people's faces, I realize – I'm not going to find yeah, you out here on this happen. crowded beach. Like, fuck it. I just need to get back to my apartment and go back to sleep and yeah. I'll deal with it later. Yeah. I come out onto the sidewalk and I'm walking towards the suburban. My friend's sitting in waiting for me. And he's probably like 12 car lengths away. And I'm walking and all of a sudden it occurs to me, I am going to shit this fucking second. Not like I kind of got to go or it's. I'm in, I'm shitting as it occurs to me. I'm <laughs> shitting. And I think, well, I can fill my pants up right now or I can at least pull them down. <laughs> so I pull my pants down and at PCH. high noon on the PCH where there's a stoplight in fucking a mile of traffic. The busiest. Just, the busiest road in Los Angeles. Yeah. And it's high noon and I have my pants around my ankles and I am unloading on the sidewalk. <sighs> and I am also... At this point, crying, basically, because <laughs> I'm so emotionally fucked up, and I just now screwed up seeing my mom again, and I'm a drug addict, and I'm shitting all over the PC. That's a low. That's and I'm looking low. ahead, and my friend is laughing so hard. He's no. punching the steering wheel inside the car, and he's laughing, and I'm going, <laughs> and now I, <laughs> the worst part of the story is- you know, the kind of dump I took required some cleanup. Yes. And I'm looking around me like, what on earth am I possibly going to use? And in the gutter of this PCH, <laughs> someone has run over what was once like a 70-ounce styrofoam cup. So now it's just like this flattened piece of styrofoam that's oh. been run over. And I <laughs> grab that. And try to clean up. Now my friend watching me literally can't even understand what's going on in front of him. I get back in the car and he's screaming, laughing. He's like, what the fuck did you just do? I'm like, shut the fuck up and get me in my apartment. That's horrifying. Oh, 
And you know the best part is I continued to do drugs for at least four more years. That's that was crazy. not my bottom. That seems like I would be like, okay, I'm going to you would think. Betty Ford today. Yes, and the, and you feel that way for three days, and then Thursday rolls around, and you figure I can have some cocktails, and the next thing you know, you're right back on the PCH. Shitting on the PC. I've had a dream. I had a dream recently where. Like nightmares to me revolve around shit where I'm walking in New York City. It's like rush hour, traffic everywhere. And all of a sudden I have to shit really bad. Uh And and I'm like, oh, there's a Starbucks. And I go and the door is locked. Uh And I'm like, oh, and I just start walking down this busy street. All the doors are locked. And like like your real life story, I'm like, this is going to happen right now. I have to shit. (laughs) Yeah. So it gets to a point which is almost liberating where you're like. Oh, I can just shit in public and deal with it later. So I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull down my pants. No one can stop you. And I start shitting in the stream, and it won't stop. It's literally like mm. a fucking fountain, like, mm. and it's making puddles that are oh going out into the God. street, and people are screaming. It's like a Shell Silverstein yeah. calm. And I'm like, I'm like going, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm fucking sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. The worst. Uh, do you think that is because you have to poop in real life? And your body's telling you to wake up and get on no, the can? No. Because my I'm peeing really dreams regular. are like that. I can't, I'll have like nine peeing dreams in a row. And on the 10th, I'm like, oh, I got to wake up and go oh, pee. Oh, this is. No, I'm so. That's one thing. I'm so regular. Can like, you remember a time when you weren't freaked out by poop? I don't when you're so. like eight and you and your best friend are having sleepover, you don't, you're like, you're grossed out by poop at that point. I remember. You think farts are funny. And, I remember being at the beach with a friend when I was like 11. And we were swimming in the ocean. My friend's like, "I gotta go poop." Yeah, and like the house it's a great we were place to go. the house we were staying at was like two miles away, and there were no toilets anywhere. So he's like, "I'm just gonna poop here in the water." I I remember at like eight, eleven or whatever, just going, "Are you fucking crazy?" And he's like, <laughs> "I'm shitting right now," and I'm like, "No!" And it was like floating in the water, and I got out of the ocean. I was like, "Really?" I was like, "I'm not swimming anymore today." It hadn't occurred to you all the marine life that was in there. No, the same thing. No, yeah. Hmm. And I have a friend who just had a baby like less than a year ago. Who I saw him the other night, and he's like, "Yeah, I was giving uh, giving my kid a bath, and uh, just about finished, and she shit in the bathtub." Oh yeah, yeah, that's their move. I had never even thought of that as an option, and I remember being so blown away, like going, what? <laughs> she shit yeah. in the bathtub. When they're baby babies, like when they're brand new and you're bathing them, that's a pretty regular occurrence. Oh, I can't do it. Now, let me all right, let me propose a hypothetical to you. You meet a woman. She goes, Steve, let's have a child. I'll deal with all of the poop stuff. You won't ever have to deal with it, I promise. I know that's a lie. In this hypothetical, it's not a lie. Then I could maybe do it. Maybe. <laughs> we got a strong maybe if you never have to It say. would have to be – I'm not ruling it out 100%. It would have to be a pretty awesome chick. Yeah. You know, you might want to keep it under your hat that you don't want to have kids uh, yeah. to meet an awesome chick. Yeah. Because most awesome chicks probably want to have, have a kid. Yeah. It's a pretty natural inclination. Wait. No, the the shit in the in the bag story. Okay, so in in junior high, uh, my best friend Aaron Weekly and I, we always uh, we pooped on everything. It was like what we did. We lived in you know a poor rural town, and we you know shit on things and stuff. And so he lived in this trailer park, 
like a the worst trailer park in my county probably. <laughs> and his stepdad was a bad drunk and he was always around. He was fucked up. He comes into the story. Um and so we're we're bored on a Friday night. We're in his uh trailer and uh we we noticed that one of the, that the newspaper has come in this long cellophane bag, right? Yep. So he or I said, Well let's poop in that bag and then we'll throw it at like Becky's trailer, right? <laughs> And so this is the plan. We're like, uh, okay. Uh, and it's uh, it had rained earlier that day, right? That's it's why it was in the soggy bag. Soggy Michigan. Exactly. That's why it comes in a bag. So um, we don't we can't really go into the, the bathroom with Butch. Butch is there. He's hammered, drunk. You know? yeah. So we go outside and um, we both poop in this bag, but we realize- Both. Yeah, we both- Both, we both poop <laughs> in a fucking the same in, bag. And two really funny- this is where, like, you, as a writer, you'd want to remember how to to, to, to build this up. Yeah. What happened was while Aaron was had his pants around his ankles and was doing this, he lost his balance and he fell forward into the soft, wet earth. Ugh. So his the knees of his pants were, like, immediately, like, drenched in wet mud, right? Yeah. Then we remember we were so excited about pooping in the bag we had forgot to bring toilet paper, right? Oh. So now we got to go in. We go inside. Butch is on the couch drunk. We come in. His Both of our pants are undone. And You're his doing knees. That, and his that knees, waddle. And we're doing a weird walk. Apart. And his knees are soaking wet. <laughs> it couldn't look more like we just went outside to butt fuck each other. And we're like 13. <laughs> and the drunk stepdad is like, even in his drunk state, he's... And then we both go directly into the bathroom to clean up. So for him, it was, I'm sure it was a very open and shut case of what was going on. So we get all cleaned up. Everything's great. We go outside. We like throw the bag at whoever's trailer we were going to throw it at. It's not that exciting. Nothing yeah. really happens. Whatever. And then about five days later... You know, we're smoking cigarettes out in front of his trailer, and we see this <laughs> group of kids running down the dirt road, like at full pace, screaming. There's like nine kids running. <laughs> ah, ah, get away, Greg! Get away! Get away! And we they run by us, and the kid behind is holding, pinched between his fingers, the cellophane bag, chasing these little kids around the neighborhood. <laughs> That is so fucking disgusting. Is that how you remembered the story? Pretty much, That's the yeah. one that's a little bit polarizing. No, I remember that. People have a hard time with that one. I think because we're, we're, we're complacent. The other one, I was a victim of a bad, you know, the PCH story. I'm kind of the victim in the story. But in this other one, I'm definitely the perpetrator. You know? I can't. I just, I don't know why. It's so it doesn't it's so unbefitting of your personality because you're so laid back in every way and then uh, this is you're, I just you're seem, like a um like an Elizabethan fucking upper crust yeah I'm a, a dandy yeah, I see you are. dog shit on the street and it, I'm like ugh really like ugh it's really bizarre I can't I mean clearly something from your childhood happened yeah I, right I guess I don't. Is your whole family like that? I don't know. My I, my whole family's pretty laid back about it all. If if I ever have a kid, I'm just gonna have you or Kristen come over and change it. Well, look, we'll meet up at the dry cleaners. <laughs> we'll get some vegan food and we'll bring some diapers. Let's take a couple uh, some questions. 
Uh, oh, this happens? I tweeted, uh, hey, anyone have questions for Dax? For oh. oh, this is fun. Um, but this doesn't, this isn't like live. No, no. Um, this will air in 2016. When is this going to drop? 2016? T- do you say Never. today? Next week. Hmm. So anyone listening, though, it will be dropping today. <laughs> but it will be next week. <laughs> It'll be next week today. Uh, so this is from This Nice Life wrote. Uh-oh. I'm da- already Dax- scared. My assumption no, no. is they're going to be bad. No, this is good because Trans Am uh-huh. comes into it. Uh-huh. You're handed the keys to a 77 Trans Am with a full tank of gas. What do you do and where do you go? I immediately look for a bridge that's collapsed that I can jump. <laughs> Fucking easy. bandit style. Uh-huh. We who got would make a, a long way to go. I don't know why this. Who would make a better Batman, James Franco or Danny McBride? <laughs> Jeez, um, Franco. Would, yeah, yeah. I would love to see Danny McBride as Batman, though. Yeah, me too. Um, Biggie S'mores wrote, uh, "Idiocracy is one of the most important movies of this generation." Have you ever been caught baiting before? Um, Masturbating. I'm assuming they're meaning. I love Idiocracy, by the way. You do like it. It's so good. Yeah, I've been trying to get Mike Judge to do a cartoon version because I I have nothing to do with that voice now. I can't do it somewhere else. Yeah. I would really love to do it all the time on a cartoon. Yeah. Like, um, you know, Kristen was in Frozen, this cartoon. Yeah, yeah. She's like the main singing princess. Yeah. So the other day we were sitting around and I gave a review of the movie as Frito. And she's like, well, we need to do something with that. But there's nothing to be done. I was like, I guess Mike. You see this movie? It was like, um, this one princess was like super <laughs> fucked up because she had these powers. And their sister was like, no, stop doing it. And then the fucking all hell broke loose. And then the people in town were like, what a fucking bitch. This bitch froze everything. And then they were like, let's get out of here. Because this guy's like, he's so mad. Why don't you do a, vi- do I can't a, Frito, do no, a Frito video blog? How does that work? You just videotape yourself talking about As shit. Frito? Yeah, and you just put it on YouTube. Oh, okay. Or Funnier Diet. I bet Mike would let you do that. Yeah. It's yeah, your yeah, voice yeah, anyway. Yeah. It was a Groundlings thing. Because Melissa McCarthy <laughs> has a character named- um, Marbles. Marbles. Who did she that? She and I were in a sketch together- As Marbles? And Frito. Long before she was- Really? You know, she and I and Ben and a few others uh, were in a group before anyone got into the Sunday company or anything. And so she and I would fall in love as those characters all the time. Oh, my God. I didn't know Mine that. started as a bagger at a grocery store that was obsessed with this cashier, Todd, where he's always like, hey, Todd, you ever heard of Steely Dan? <laughs> he's like, hey, Todd, you got a tape deck in that pickup truck of yours? And so- I would Holy meet Marbles shit. and I would say like, hey, have you met Todd? <laughs> I mostly would only talk about Todd. So then I had nothing to do with that character because I was no longer in the Growlings. And yeah. then I thought, I'm going to go audition for this movie. He's this crazy character. He's not going to like it at all, but I'm going to give it a shot. Holy and he shit. really liked it. And that's how it ended up in the movie. Because it was written for a super fat guy and everyone else they were going to cast was going to look the way I sounded. That's amazing. I had no idea. Marbles mm-hmm. is so fucking Any, – anyone listening should go on YouTube right now and just – Type in Melissa McCarthy marbles. Yeah. It's the funniest shit. Her just video blogging, and then oh, always she does a video blog. Yeah, oh, check I didn't it out. Know that. And and she uh, 
her thing is she always forgets to turn the camera off and then she'll start eating and choking. Uh. And it's the funniest <laughs> fucking shit. Uh. Every, anytime I see her, I'm like, you gotta fucking do something with marbles. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the iteration because I think marbles is evolved. But remember she had a sketch where she would talk about an amoeba? No, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? She was in a science class, and she would try to talk about me, but you're sick in her mouth. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, yeah. And she <laughs> would start wretching. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's like the first time I saw someone really do a great. <sighs> She's the like, funniest when you, motherfucker. When you say amoeba, I, like, she couldn't <laughs> say something about the amoeba. Whenever she'd hear amoeba. I'm so happy for her. She's the funniest motherfucker in the world. Um yeah, well, for you and I, who both spent a decade at the Groundlings watching people be funny, and she was so drastically funnier than everyone, yep. and for her not to be Will Ferrell was kind of disheartening. But the fact that she now is Will Ferrell is very... And remember, her, her cousin is Melissa McCarthy. You know that, right? I mean, Jenny I'm McCarthy. sorry, Jenny McCarthy. Is that for real? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so when we were in this comedy troupe together, we were all like... Super jealous of Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> no Which shit. Is funny. I didn't me. know they were related. Oh yeah, they're Chicago cousins. That's fu- speaking of Chicago. Andy Richter writes. Oh boy, here uh, we go. Can Dax Shepard. No, just ask about me. Well, what do you think of Andy? I love Andy Richter. I met I him at playing poker with uh, at one of Arnett's poker games, and he and I became buddies. And we uh, sometimes eat at Zanku Chicken together here in the Valley. I I would join you guys, but I'm allergic to chicken. Are you really? <laughs> You're like a, a, a 1960s Ferrari. You're so sensitive. I am to really put specific fuel in you. And yep. So what are you eating then? Just pizza. <sighs> you love no. your pizza. I, don't I just you? quit sodas because you did. I had a root canal, and they're like, you you can't keep drinking soda because you were drinking sugar soda, not diet. Yeah, but it and I would only have one a day. Mm-hmm. I, it's not like I had six packs in my fridge. It's, okay. If I was out, I, I don't buy them. Like if I'm out, I'll buy them, but not for home. But I chipped my tooth like a year ago, uh-huh. and it didn't hurt, and there was it didn't look any different. So I was like, oh, it's probably fine. Yeah. And then after a year and a half of just you know the soda would erode at it, and then over Thanksgiving was when it started really hurting. Oof. And there were no dentists open because it was a long weekend. So I had to wait till Monday. Well, that and Hanukkah. Ugh. Couple that Don't with Hanukkah. Don't get me started. Uh-huh. On Thanksgiving. So then I just had to get a root canal on Monday. And what kind of pills did they give you? Percocet? I didn't ask for pills because Are you trying to I don't like pills? T- I don't like taking pills. You don't? Because yeah. then you can't shit. Well, no, they make me nauseous. Like Vicodin and Percocet and stuff really make me nauseous. Vicodin makes me nauseous. Percocet doesn't make me so nauseous. I can't take any of them now, but I'm good with I used Tylenol. to take a, an absurd amount of those pills. In fact, just yesterday I, I texted a friend because it popped into my head. Um, when I was in the Groundlings um, 10 years ago, um, our Coke dealer – not our Coke dealer. Our drug dealer's name was Coker. The guy Perfect. who we got pills from, his name was Coker. Could you get a better drug dealer no. than Coker? Coker? But we would call him Coxies. Coxies, <laughs> like, hey, the drug dealer. Hey, Josh, have you seen Coxies lately? Coxies. And I just texted a buddy like, wonder what old Coker's up to these days. Probably in prison. I wonder. He was in the, he was in a, uh, at the ground floor of an exploding market, the pill market. What do you mean? 
Well, that's been the huge increase. Of oh, drug I thought you literally and... meant he was in a building and it exploded on <laughs> Which the ground. Which could happen to a drug dealer. <laughs> it's like, so it's like holy shit, was he making meth in that building? Oh, coaxies. <laughs> All right, we'll do a couple more. And then uh, I think we've gone well over an hour. Um, oh, this... All in real, just for the listening oh, audience, Chris... you're not drinking soda, but... You seem to be drinking a chocolate malt right now. No, it's it's a it's a <laughs> oh, iced mocha. Oh, what the fuck's the I difference? I needed the There's sugar. No I still... way that that doesn't have more sugar than a Pepsi. It's it's not as bad as soda though. Chris Tallman writes, "Why are you friends with Ag? That's great." Well, as we started to cover, we met at the Groundlings in like 1997 or something, right? At least, yeah. Prior to you moving to Oregon, yeah. Yeah, just be, we well, met what just before. What the fuck before. did you do up there? You were there for how long? A year? It was that weird period of uh, waiting you know, for fourth level. In Groundlings, when you take the classes, there's four levels, and there's usually a long wait between the third and the fourth. Yeah. And uh, I was dating this girl, Lori. Uh huh. We both finished. Occasionally see her on commercials. Yeah. yeah. I. In fact, I always see her if I uh, am getting gas at a Shell station. Yes, that's exactly. She's what in those little. Mm-hmm. Commercials that are on the TVs in the in the gas station. She's the yeah. she's the girl in the lab coat and those. But uh, we we're like, we got a year to wait. Let's just go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And we started driving north, and we ended up in Ashland. And we're like, I mean, with no plans to go to Ashland, but as we were going through, we're like, this place is awesome. Let's just get an apartment. You're kidding? No, we did. Didn't you go crazy? No, it was really it was fucking fun. What did you do to entertain yourselves? Uh, hiking, hiking, biking, uh-huh. you know, pot. Uh-huh. Did you not Ashland's you a, there, though, did you? I worked at a place called The Musician's Friend, which is like Guitar Center, but it's uh, a catalog. I, I took phone orders. Oh, you did? Lori worked in the coffee shop. Really? Yeah. This is like um, like a song. It was really fun. Like, please come to Boston, she said. It's home of the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, a really f- famous Shakespeare Shakespeare Festival. When oh, you really? drive through, you'll love it. Fucking Ashland's beautiful. Really? Yeah. It's beautiful. You know, I think I have a friend filming a movie there right now, now that I think about it. It's possible. Yes. In fact, now I know, now that you say that for the eighth time, it's sinking in. Ashland. 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 And I'm going to be there in a week, so I will you should stop. stop off and have a coffee. Yeah. I'll, I'll roll into town in my Roadmaster wagon, do, the, rip a couple donuts in the <laughs> town square. I think the coffee shop she worked at was called the Key of C. The Key of C. Yeah, I think that's what it was that's called. That's pretty – it's a little too cute for me. It's a coffee – You know, a lot yeah. of people get um, uppity about their – I'm a Starbucks man I'm through too. and through. I am too. Like I don't care. I don't care about intelli- intelligentsia, any of these places. Give I don't me Starbucks. Either. Yeah. Or – Pete's Major Dickinson. What a brew. I don't, Have you had I Major, don't know Dickinson? What Major Dickinson? Is. I can't I can't sing its praises loud enough. It's it's the best cup of coffee out there. It really? is strong. Ooh. I don't need those fancy coffees. Like, I can get a coffee at McDonald's or a 7-Eleven. I used be to be that way. I totally used to drink happy. the shit out of 7-Eleven coffee, get yeah. like a 80 ounce or whatever for a buck and a quarter. <laughs> 80 a bucket of Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the equivalent of like one cup of Starbucks coffee. Yeah. But now I, I need it. I You know, I brew it at home in the morning. It's I, I got to have it. It's the only thing I got left, Steve. Yeah. That's all right. The coffee? You're a family man. You got to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. 
Um, all right. I think, fuck, man. This was uh... – Did you get a total of three questions? Be honest. Yeah. That was it. Three questions? Oh, no, no. I have more. Um, will Dax get in on the Frozen sequel? First of all, I assume that means because Kristen's in it, but are they doing a sequel You know, um, it was an audition. I could have had a lot of people read for the, some of the roles in there, and I absolutely couldn't sing to save my life. Oh, yeah. Even though I fucking love singing. I sing around the house nonstop. You I know, can't do it. I've never, until like I just saw Wreck It Ralph like a year or so ago or whatever, because mm-hmm. Sarah was in it. Yeah. Um, I never watch animated movies. Wreck It Ralph was fantastic, don't I've, you think? I loved it. Yeah. I'd never seen a Toy Story, a Shrek. I've never seen any animated movie except for Finding Nemo. Really? For some reason, when they come out, I'm just like, I don't want to watch a cartoon. Mm-hmm. What about Avatar? Uh, I didn't see Avatar. Get out of here. You didn't, didn't really? It. Yeah, I didn't see it. You really missed one of the best experiences you can have in a movie. Theater. Really? Yes. Well, really, it wouldn't have made a billion dollars here if it wasn't that way. I heard it was all right. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I – and it's weird because then when I will see them, like I saw, you know, Finding Nemo like eight years after it was out, I was like crying. I'm like, oh, my God, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. I know the Toy Story movie. The movies. Incredibles is really great. You should see that one. Really that. great. Didn't see. I like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Is really funny. Didn't see it. Iron Giant. Some of them are so clever. Mm, I don't know about Iron Giant. I think that heavy one's metal. Serious. Yes, remember, I remember heavy I metal. Sh- I certainly do. That was a real racy. How old are you? Forty-four. Forty-four. I'm thirty-eight. So that was like. There was nudity in it, right? There was like naked chicks boobs. with big titties, yeah, and, yeah. and like long nipples and stuff. Yeah. So I remember I did see long it. nipples. <laughs> they were like six smarties. They were not small. <laughs> they were exaggerated nipples for sure, like Farrah Fawcett times three. Yeah, Sammy Hagar, you know, singing. I just remember when I was watching it, I felt like I was watching a porno. Yeah, like me too. it was really. Yeah. Because what year do you think that came out in? 81 or something? Yeah, 70, 79, 80. Okay, yeah. Maybe 81. Five or six, and you were probably 10 or something. Well, if you're six years older than me. Then yeah, I remember it was on, like my friend, had, what were the cable channels? We were like, on and it. On Select TV. Uh-huh. I think he had On TV. I think in that's Michigan, I we had On and it. it. My dad had On, but we didn't have it. Fuck. Yeah, we the the main um, on a loop on on for us that my brother and I were obsessed with were um, Escape from New York. Oh, yep, yep. I, mean, I must have seen that movie three hundred times. Me too, because we had recorded it on VHS yep. off of on. Yep, the Warriors. Yep. Oh, fuck, I love that movie. The still. Wanderers, which was also a gang movie with King Kong Bundy in it. I don't think I ever saw that. Not- as King Kong Bundy, but as a normal guy. It was like a 50s grease. We liked any gang movie, my brother and I. Yeah. Oh, do we love them. Um, the Bronx Warriors. Yeah. that one? Um, and then I'm trying to think what other. But, oh, Excalibur. Oh, yes. That's a total. Right. On, on movie that just was on You've all totally nailed time. it. Excalibur. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Escape from New York. Escape from New York and Excalibur. Those were the two I really remember. And those remember. are dark fucking movies. Yeah. I was trying to think, like, did they seem dark because I was young? But no, even now, those are very dark movies. Oh, my God. The Warriors is, like, fucked up. Although there's a one gun in The Warriors. 
at the beginning. They killed Do you remember Cyrus. the controversy when that movie was released in theaters of like people getting stabbed in movie theaters, like gangs in New York going to the theaters? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I wonder as an adult if that was just bullshit bullshit brought up by the media or if that was like probably legit. aren't you fine i like the every day i'm alive longer i realize how manipulated i've been the whole time yeah it's all really a bunch of hooey i constantly hear stuff where i'm like i don't know if i buy that anymore or maybe it happened once yeah i don't think we landed on the moon <laughs> <laughs> great jk like i saw during the Olympics, the uh, the, the Summer Olympics, yep. uh, when London hosted, you know, we have such China phobia now. On the cover of like Time or something, it said uh, the Chinese forcing athletes to train injured. Like that was a breaking story. I thought every country makes everyone trained injured. Have these? Yeah. When I was playing football in high school, my coaches would make me. <laughs> oh, you sprain your ankle? Yeah, Big fucking deal. Yeah. How many of these girls uh, that are doing gymnastics are doing it with a broken ankle? Half the yeah. team, right? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta really By the way, my, my guest for today is Dax Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> this Chinese is the longest. I think this is the longest into a podcast I've gone before. Before saying who the guest is, you didn't. But they the all no. But they already know. I mean, obviously, because who they, else have you had? How well? How long have you been doing the podcast? Shannon Shannon Woodward did it a couple of weeks ago. Philomar. How do you know Shannon? I love her. I met her apparently at uh, a party at Sarah Silverman's. Okay, that makes and, sense. And uh, I'm trying to get May to do it. I know May through uh-huh. Alia, her friend Alia. Uh-huh. I love both of them. Um, May's probably the greatest person alive other than my wife. May's, May's magic. Nu- May's nuts in the best possible way. Yes. And, you know, I didn't know who May was before starting Parenthood with her. Mm-hmm. And I started noticing quickly that she was by far the best actor on the show, She's good. which made me really upset at yeah. myself because she was 22 <laughs> or 24. Yeah. yeah. But then I looked her up and realized that she had been acting since she was a fucking baby. She's literally a baby in movies. So I was like, oh, that explains it. She's been doing it for 22 years. I've been doing it for 10 years. Of course she's she's better than me. She's like best friends with Alia, who it's the same. She's been acting since. And they have. (laughs) Alia was the little girl in Three Kings. Do you remember Three Kings? Like. They yeah. came into a village and like shot her. David O. Russell movie. Right? Yeah, shot her mom or dad or something. And but she was, was playing an Iraqi. Yeah, really? Because she's a non-white. Yeah, she's like. No, I, I don't know. What I she don't is. know what she is like. She's got some rhythm. There's something. She's got some Middle Eastern blood in her. She's so pretty. Don't you think she's so cute? I just yeah. saw her at the grocery store the other day, and I thought, boy, she is beautiful. And Sarah's on your show too, right, Ramos? Uh huh. Ramos, love her. I know all those people through Alia, who I think I know, Why through, do you know I... through Ellen Page. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah. Why aren't you doing I'm that? friends with a lot of young Hollywood, apparently. Yeah, young girls, <laughs> no less. Um, yeah, I don't know why I have an audition for your show. Uh, I like to just offer you things, okay. right? I just oh, yeah, you're the best. Offer. Yeah, I just, get, I just say, what day do you want to work? Nitrous is for fags. Yeah. <laughs> There's one thing that should be taken from the movie. This is one thing. Oh, fuck. I I was going to fucking mention uh, Craig T. Nelson, who's on your show. I had a dream 
I don't think I've ever told anyone. Well, no, I've told people this back in the 90s. But in the 90s, I remember distinctly having a dream that Craig T. Nelson raped me. Really? Raped me. That's a serious, serious dream. And I don't remember the act of getting raped in the dream, but I think... It's just part of your history in the dream. Yeah, I think I saw him or like it had just happened when my dream started and I was just like, oh my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, well, he's got the size to do it. He's, he's a big, big dude. man. And was it on the set of something or it may at a have friend's been, hall? <laughs> it may have been coach. <laughs> it's so weird, too, because I'm a huge fan of his. Like That is weird. You have psychologically some things that need to be looked at. <laughs> I'm not kidding, because that's a very specific and peculiar dream. But that coupled with your poop phobia has me a little concerned. Remember when we were at Largo and I called you... Dak? Dak or something? Was it when you were introducing me or was it when you were taking a picture of me? I think it was backstage. It was backstage and then you- And then I told the story on stage how I just called you Dak. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I had just (laughs) talked to Zach. Uh Uh-huh. That's possible. Zach G. Yep. Have you had Zach G on on this thing? No. No. He did once pocket dial me. And I made that into a podcast. I made oh, really? a 10-minute episode of just Zach walking. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and most most listened to? No, I don't think that one's out. That's like one of my old ones where I was just like, I'm not going to put that on the on the air. Right. But everyone, you can follow Dak at um, Dak Shepherd one Yeah. Was there already a Dak Shepherd? There were several, yeah. Like impersonating accounts? Uh-huh. Ugh. Yeah. That's the worst. What was your story? You used to have like a cabillion followers and then all of a sudden there was a glitch and you had none? No, no. I quit. I had you a million quit. followers and then I quit. Why did you quit? I was trying to write something and I was- I You felt I, addicted to it. I, f- I would wake up in the morning. First thing I'd do was go on yeah. Twitter. And then I'd just keep- I'd go to it's email an and then come back to yeah. Twitter. And then, You're right. It's, a, it's an unhealthy- And I had to stop. But then you came back- Mm-hmm. How many followers do you have now? Like 90,000. Why? How do you explain that? Is it because you were on the Sarah Silverman show when you started Twitter initially? No, there was this weird thing. I'd been on Twitter since like one of the early, like when it first started. Yeah. And after like a year, I had like 5,000 followers, I think. And then Sarah joined and within one day had 5,000 followers. Yeah. Which, of course, she's Sarah Silverman. Mm-hmm. But I was like... It's like, what the fuck? I'm on the same show as her. Why am I not? Why? And so I tweeted, this was like a Monday. I'm like, if I get 5,000 followers, 5,000 more followers by the end of the week, by Friday, I will go on Ustream and do a live video cast of myself reading every single follower's name. Oh, my God. And, uh, And then I tweeted it. And it was slowly going up. And, uh, and then a friend of mine texted me and he's like, did you realize if you get like 8,000 followers and reading that, and he did all the math, he's like, if it took yeah, you two yeah. seconds for a name, he's like, it'll take you like six hours. Ugh. And so I was like, oh my God. And so I just dropped it. I th- I just stopped talking about it. I was like, okay, I don't want to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then Rain Wilson saw the tweet and he retweeted it and oh. my numbers started going up crazy fast. Oh my gosh. And then I think somebody who worked at Twitter saw Rain's post a retweet of me 
and they put me on a list of like when you sign up for Twitter, you're just automatically following someone. Oh, really? I don't think they do that anymore. So people would just sign up and they would ah, be following me, not oh. knowing who I was. Okay, great. And then the last day, like that Friday, Oprah did a th- – it was a perfect storm. She did a show about Twitter and she signed up with a, a fucking Twitter account. And so every fucking housewife in America when that I... day started signing up for Twitter and they were just all starting to follow me. Wow. And so by like 8 o'clock at night, I had like close to 10,000 followers and I just – I. I put a block on my account so no one else could follow me. So I was like, this is going to suck. Yeah. And then the next day, yeah, it was like eight hours. And I just sat all day and just fucking read people's names. You did do it. I did it. Woo. How did you then, feel after that eight hours? Exhausted. But then uh, but then my numbers just kept – I was getting like 1,000 followers a day for really? like two years. Very interesting. And that's how it – it doesn't make any sense to me the way at all. Who has what? Me neither. Yeah. Like I look at some people, I'm like, really? 18 million <laughs> Okay. And then I look at someone else who's like seemingly very successful and yeah. six followers. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Or you'll see the verified check mark and you'll go, oh, who's this person? You'll click and it's like, well, they have 500 followers, but they're verified. Mm-hmm. That's confusing. Not that that makes a difference, but it's weird. Oh. It just begs the question. Yeah. You know? So follow Dax at Dax Shepherd one Don't look for him on Instagram, apparently. There's a fake one of me on Instagram. I get asked kind of a lot on Twitter if that's really me, and it's not. So and that's not Dax. Don't follow that person. Or do whatever. Who Watch Dax on Parenthood on ABC or Fox? Yep, NBC. Thursdays. It's not NBC, is it? Yes, it is. Channel 4. Uh, Thursdays at 10 o'clock. And then go see This Is Where I Leave You and The Judge. Go see it. Go see it next. You're going to have to wait till fall. Next fall? Yeah. <laughs> so a year. I mean, it's a long lead. You never know when someone will download this. <laughs> Maybe we'll have you back before uh, next fall. Oh, I'd like that. Uh, all right. Um, Dax, thank you so much. Oh, thanks for having me. You're my hero. You're in. All right. That was uh, Dax Shepard. I want to thank him again for coming in. Um, <laughs> one of my longer podcasts. And I know it was only an hour and a half, but... Uh, I could have talked to Dax for another hour easily. Um, there was some stuff that I had wanted to talk about that we didn't even get into because uh, there's so much shit to get into. That's This is a horrible outro. I'm going to start over again. All right. Thanks again to Dax Shepard. Uh, please watch the show Parenthood. Uh, follow him on Twitter. He's a very, very funny dude. And uh, I could have talked to him for easily another hour. Um, but thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Please listen again to the next episode. Um, while you're at it, if uh, you're on the Feral site uh, and you want to go buy something, if you, you're looking to buy something for the holidays uh, and you don't like going to stores like I do, go to Amazon. You can click a link on my page here, and uh, it, it gives us a little bit of a kickback. You don't have to pay any extra money. So if you're going to Amazon, click uh, the link on my, uh, my site. Maybe you want to buy uh, one of Dax's movies, Hit and Run or uh, Idiocracy. Uh, do that at Amazon and use the, the link on my page and we'll get a little bit of a kickback. Uh, or you can donate to my show or to Farrell uh, on the website as well. So uh, don't hesitate. He who hesitates is lost. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, have a good holiday season. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> 
Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. 